But anyway, let's keep moving right here. Uh, sticking with the roster news right now, as uh, we look at, uh, it was announced uh, last week too. Last, uh, as we uh, looked at, it was reported on uh, last uh, Tuesday here, according to Brian Diaro of uh, CBS uh, Sports, who uh, writes for them that the Steelers have signed former uh, Cowboys first round 28th overall defensive end Taco Charlton, uh, recorded 46 tackles, uh, four sacks in two seasons with the Cowboys before he was released two weeks in with the Cowboys in 2019. In 10 games with the Dolphins that season, he recorded five sacks, two forced fumble. Charlton spent the 2020 season with the Chiefs where he compiled two sacks, seven tackles and a forced fumble in seven games. He was released by Kansas City on August 23rd. In, 20, in 44 career games, the 26-year-old Charlton has, has has 12 starts, 11 sacks, 74 tackles, 12 tackles for loss, 20 quarterback hits, four forced fumbles, and one fumble recovery. And uh, prior to the NFL, he was he played collegially at the University of Michigan, where he tallied 10 sacks, 13 and a half tackles for loss during his senior season. Uh, he was a two-sport starter at Pickerington High School. Central and uh, Pickerington, Ohio, helping the Tigers win their first ever boys basketball state championship in 2012. And when we uh, take a look uh, currently at the Steelers uh, roster right now, as uh, currently constructed right now, as we look at, we keep an update on their roster right now. Uh, for the most part. Taco Charlton right now, he's still on the practice squad right now. And that's where we had things at right now. To, uh, just to wrap up this game between the Steelers and the Bengals right now, uh, final thoughts, uh, game balls right now. Uh, for this right now, and uh, – Tomlin, how he feels about Matt Canada. He feels that him and Ben Rosberg have been on the same page. So he's been pleased with where they're at, but no, they're one and one. Like I'm one and one. Well, now it's one and two. Uh, that was uh, last week. Game ball uh, for the Steelers in this game. I know it was a losing effort, but I got to give it to uh, Najee Harris in this game. Najee Harris, I mean, for the simple fact that he had 28 touches for 142 yards of scrimmage, which included uh, most nobly. 14 receptions for 102 yards. Well, you have 14 carries for 40 yards. Uh, and like I said, one of the keys I was mentioning going into that game was to feed Najee early and often. I mean, he has 111 snaps in the league along with Christian McCaffrey. However, he has 32 touches in the league, which ranks 17th. Derek Henry leads the league with 61 ahead of McCaffrey at 59. And that's what I'm talking about right now. Listen, I mean, you got a guy right now, you select the 24th. I mean, and you got to believe right now, Art Rooney is not a happy camper, I would think, because he's as patient as he's trying to be right now, I mean, with a slow start. I mean, you know he's not President Pampa, but you cannot be pleased if you're the owner right now. I mean, unless he's expecting this, I have no idea. But to still be dead last in the league with Ryan the ball. I just don't get it. And this is where it continues to fall back to the quarterback. Isn't really Ben Rosberg not helping that situation that much? I would think so. Because, like I said, even when they had 
I mean, Mike Munchak, their last offensive line coach, who was here in 2018, who left because of uh, family reasons. I mean, he wanted to stay close with his family, I believe, was one of the reasons. But he, he just uh, cannot be – I just don't get it right here. He had Chaucer right here. And then, of course, now Adrian Clem. No one has even came close to what Mike Munchak has brought to the attitude of this offensive line, period. I mean, it starts with the offensive line, yes. But I, I do believe Ben Rosberg's decision-making is continuing to dwindle right here. And just that dump-off play on 4th and 10, not chewing for the end zone, it just says all we need to know about where Ben Rosberg's head is at in this game. I mean, for the last five years, I mean, he has been a guy who's been soul-searching, if you ask me. I mean, where, where you think about the game against the Dallas Cowboys at home in Pittsburgh, where he did the fake spike, got a touchdown, which I still feel like they scored way too damn fast in that game versus the Cowboys. I understand you don't want to give a, a pass up on a touchdown when you got an opportunity to score. But in that game right there, I mean, when you look at it right there, in that moment, I mean, the Steelers, they uh, scored with about 42 seconds. After they scored, I mean, in the uh, contest right there, I mean, to take the lead, uh, 30 29. Uh, that was with 42 seconds uh, left in the ball game right there. And, of course, I mean, later on, the Cowboys will march down the field, uh, losing with Ezekiel Elliott, 32-yard uh, rushing uh, touchdown right there. And that would be the end of the ball game right there. They will fall 30-35. And then after being blown up by the New England Patriots in the playoffs, by the way, um, another Boston massacre, unfortunately, but game blow out 17-36 following that game. I mean, Ben Rosper's even, like, uh, pondering, like, uh, thinking about retiring. And then just the last few years, I mean, moving on for Le'Veon Bell, then also him and Antonio Brown's relationship reaching a boiling point, or more so with Antonio Brown at that point. And then the following year, uh, injuring his throwing elbow at home versus Seattle Seahawks. And then late last year, since the Ravens game, where – you saw, like, all these, like, dink and dunk passes where they went 11-0, and their offense was just looking shaky since that point on. I mean, this is a team right now who you don't even recognize as a true black and gold Steelers team who's playing with a lot of pride. The team who's trying to play, I mean, with some veterans on this team, I mean, who still exists, where it's like uh, Cam Hayward, I mean, Joe Hayden, I mean, for the most part. And you look at it right now, as far as everything going on, uh, it's definitely going to be an uh, interesting uh, offseason right now coming up uh, for the Steelers. As we uh, look at, I mean, for the 2022 uh, season coming up, I mean, for the most part right now, with their um, 
list of free agents they're going to be having uh, coming up here. I mean, for the Steelers right now, the unrestricted uh, free agents, I mean, going into that year, I mean, it will be, of course, no doubt, I mean, aside from Ben Brosberger, but Joe Hayden, Juju Smith-Schuster, Eric Ebron, Melvin Ingram, Akil Weatherspoon, Trey Turner, Terrell Edmonds, Miles Kilbrew, Quite a few names on this list right here, including you got guys like uh, Chooks Corfor right here. Got a lot of decisions to uh, make, but definitely the like the main guys out here. I mean, you're assuming moving on from Ben Brownsburg. It's definitely going to be uh, Joe Hayden, Juju Smith-Schuster. Right now, I mean, the two biggest names. You also got a guy like uh, Terrell Evans, who is going to be borderline right now. I don't know if they're going to keep. They also got to think about wide receiver James Washington. And then... Are they going to pull the plug on uh, choose core for? I'd have to say probably yes at this point. So they definitely got their uh, work cut out. I mean, for the most part, I mean, going into the year right now. But yeah, uh, this is where you got to think right now. You got to leave it to the Cat Masters, of course, with uh, Omar Khan and Kevin Colbert going into that year. And just a wrap up right now. I mean, as far as like, I mean, going into it right now, let's go into uh, red alert right now. The biggest uh, concern right now, uh, what would you say? Is it more so on the offense, more particularly with the offensive line or on the defense? I'm going to tell you right now, I'm not going to lie. I'm going to probably have to say the defense for the most part. I mean, yeah, you, I mean, you had Joe Hayden. I mean, yeah, most of you guys are hurt, but. I mean, definitely defense, and I like what Melvin Ingram and Joe Sherbert have been doing so far. But I mean, think about this. I mean, your scoring defense. I mean, they only allow sixty-six points. That's fourteenth in the league right now. I mean, that could get a little bit better. I mean, once they get healthy and get a couple games, get into some rhythm, I can expect that to go back a little bit. Uh, bring it up there, probably win the top ten somewhere. Fourteenth uh, in the league at in total yards at 1,064. Their secondary is where they're really getting scorched. They've given up 799 pass yards, uh, 21st worst uh, passing defense, 11th and uh, run defense. And they only got two takeaways, an interception and a fumble recovery. And their interception, which came this week, first against Terrell Emmons. I mean, if anything, I mean, those are more alarming so much to the point where, where I say the defense right now. Offensive line, that's the most obvious, but I'm going to go defense. Because this is not a lockdown defense as what we're accustomed to seeing for right now. One of you got key guys going down. Because the reason why I'm the probably lean defense, you got to think of it this way. Clearly, once they start to break down and you've got an offense right now who can't even consistently move the ball up the field and set the tempo. You're pretty much screwed right now for, for this part. And think about this, too. I mean, when the Steelers have been playing, I mean, for the most part, I mean, in their games, I mean, trying to get some rhythm right now.
and a no show. I mean, you look at the last couple of games right now, I mean, in this uh, contest right here, when they decide to get going, for the most part, I mean, the last two uh, times right now, I mean, they've had to open up with the ball. I mean, the their opponents, it looks like, have won the coin toss and where they uh, deferred and decided to put the pressure on the Steelers early, try and dare them to uh, score. And each of their opening drives in the last two games, uh, they have failed. Okay. Well, I, I tell you what, I mean, that's one thing right there when you look at it. Because, like, you know, when you look at the Raiders, I mean, with once they got, like, uh, their possession – I think they're able to score with uh, in the first quarter three ten, but still, I think if, if I'm a pull right there, I'm I'm putting pressure on the Steelers' offense. I'm daring you to try and put points on the board right now. It's almost like they 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 know they can't. They got them uh, back into a corner. I, I think that is one of the most I mean disturbing things right now with this team is that, I mean they have no like uh it starts. And we don't have no fast starts. I mean, you're pretty much, I mean, for the most part, I mean, the real predicament uh, prediction, for, for, I mean, scenario right here. I mean, the, the offense right now, I mean, when you look at it too, I mean, of course it's uh, dead last. But for, I mean, this season right now, when you look at all things considered, I mean, with the offense, I mean, going into it for right now. I think uh, definitely some improvements I want to see going into uh, this year. I mean, of course, the running game, most obvious thing. But I think the Steelers right now, what they need to do a better job, I mean, going forward, I mean, you need to get back to uh, executing in the red zone. Because uh, red zone right now, they're 26 in the league. Uh, going three for seven, three touchdowns out of uh, seven opportunities right now. That's 26. If they cannot raise that number up a little bit, they're in the world of hurt. And that's where I got to think right now. I mean, I mean, Mike Sullivan right now. I mean, the interesting guy right now in this room right now. First year as a Steelers uh, quarterback's coach. And if they do decide to, like, uh, have Ben sit on the bench and bring someone in where it's, like, Mason Rudolph or Dwayne Haskins, I'm not sure at this point if uh, Cam Newton is going to be the suitable fit. But you have to take a look right now who is going to be the guy that could give him some confidence going in this offense. Because no matter who you bring in under center, you're going to have to correct the issues at the run blocking. Not only that communication, they're going to run – very much into a similar situation, whoever is starting here. I mean, whoever's going to be on their center. And I just feel like they're right now, I mean, there's just no sense of urgency by this offense. I mean, they get points in the board early. 
even when they're doing, I mean, you're, I mean, just watching this team right now being overwhelmed by the off, I mean, by the defensive front or the defense by the blitzes. I mean, they, I mean, they're just clearly getting beat up right now, getting run over, putting pressure on Ben to try and like get rid of the ball or try and move around. When he's moving around trying to throw the ball, he's usually end up making up a lot more mistakes. Really trying to take away the deep ball element from a guy like Ben Rosberger. But Ben, I mean, is definitely getting very close in due time where, I mean, he's going to have to, like, uh, move on. You cannot do what Tom Brady or Drew Brees did going into their 40s. I just don't see it working. I mean, he's had a great work effort this whole time and his whole career. I think he's kept himself in tremendous shape. But if uh, mentally – and the way you're reading and the way you're trying to, like, lead this team, if you're making the same mistakes way in the bed, it's just, it's just not going to be long, sustainable success. 